Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. We're starting off a new series entitled Walk the Talk. And when we say walk the talk, it's just very simple. It's just, it just simply means that whatever you say is consistent to what you're actually doing. Now, kagaya nga ng sinabi ko, di ba? Christmas season na. Sino sa inyo, dahil nag in na ang mga restrictions, nagpaplano na kayo ng mga gatherings, Christmas party. Meron, di ba? Meron na. May monito-monita na ba kayo? Meron na, di ba? Mga secret Santa, ganyan. And speaking of that, you know, I remember this game. Alam kong tandang-tanda nyo to. At alam ko at one point in your life, nakapag-participate na kayo dito. Sino sa inyo, Naalala niyo yung game na charades. In two years, nakalimutan na yung charades. No? Paano magsha-charades sa online? Pero, di ba yung charades, what happens is that merong, merong word that's usually given to a person, tapos that person will act it out, or the group will act it out, dapat commensurate, tama ba? Yung nakasulat dun sa word, dun sa actions, or dun sa picture. Meron kasing pictionary din, and all that. Tama ba? Alam niyo pa ba yung charades? Okay, sige. Baka nakalimutan na natin yung mga games. Kailangan natin yan ngayong Christmas, di ba? So, di ba kapag ka hindi match, yung action dun sa nakalagay na word, what happens? What happens? Siyempre may disconnect, di ba? Tapos second, di ba may frustration on the part of the person acting? Kasi hindi, ito talaga ina ako bakit hindi mo nakukuha? At on the part of the person na nag-guess, kasi parang ang layo, ano yun? Parang ganun, di ba? Medyo, may na-experience na ba yun? Yung thought na alam mo, parang in, in his mind, convinced na convinced na yun yung inaarte niya. Pero pagdating dito, parang, ha? Ano yun? Paano naging ganun yun? And sometimes, you know, we laugh about that, but... But you know, realizing about this series, I realize that sometimes that's what, that's what happens to us as Christians. We know the word and we want to live it out. We want to act it out. Kaya lang, merong, merong, alam mo, what they say is a cognitive dissonance in this word right now. Alam mo, parang you know it in your mind. You have it as a part of your belief system. Pero hindi siya parte ng action mo. And that's not what we want to happen as we live as Christians. That's why our encouragement for us today is that as we move along this series, we'd be able to really walk the talk. We'd be able to really walk and preach uh, and live out the things that we preach. Not just with our mouths, but the things that we believe in our hearts and in our minds. And I know that just thinking about that right now, oh man, that's a tall order. Don't you think so? Don't you think so? Di ba? Paano that's a taller? That's why I wanna allow us to open our hearts to God even as we go through these years and allow God to, Lord, this is our desire. So God, give us the grace to live it out. So um, let's read from Psalm 119 verse 1 to 8. And I'd like to ask you to stand as we read God's word today in honor of His word. It says here in verse 1, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord, Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Lord, we just want to lift up this time to you today. Lord, I pray that more than hearing your word, more than knowing what your word says, I pray that you'd give us the grace to respond to your word. Lord, even as we unpack Psalm 119 and allow us to really have that desire to walk that talk, may we respond to your grace that continually transforms us and that continually renews us so that we can be not just, you know, um, parang people who would say the word, but who would live out the word in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take your seats. So just a little bit of a background about Psalm 119. It's the longest psalm in the Bible. Alam nyo naman yun, di ba? Na ito, pag ito na, pag memory verse Psalm 119, anong part ng Psalm 119? Kasi ang haba nun. In fact, it is arranged um, according to the Hebrew alphabet. Hebrew alphabet has 22 letters. So each, each, um, each chapter, hindi chapter eh, pero each stanza represents a letter. Para acrostic siya. Alam niyo parang Japan. Alam niyo ba yung Japan sa mga Gen Z, Titos, and Titas? Di ba? Yung Japan. Alam niyo pa ba yung meaning nun? Just always pray at night. Di ba? Di ba? May mga ganon before na yung flames. Alam niyo pa ba yun? Hindi, joke lang kayo. 
Ano ba to mga throwback yung mga naalala ko? Anyway, kasi kausap ko kanina, hindi, joke lang. But yung thought lang, yung thought na yun na parang it's, it's to help aid the memory in terms of the alphabet. But, but did you know that some traditions say that people actually use this sum to teach their children not just the way of words. Kasi di ba tayo, we learn the alphabets, meron tayong mga flashcards, yung mga nanay dito. Di ba yung mga flashcards, we teach them the pronunciation of the letter and all that. Ito, some tradition would say that the Hebrew people use this to actually not just teach them how to create words or to read words, but to teach them the way of life. Because in it, we would see how to continually walk according to the ways of God. So, parang naialala ko while reading this Psalm 119, I remember reading an article about live stream gaming. Sino sa inyo dito mahilig mag-game, online games? Yun, di ba? And I discovered that in the last few years alone, especially during the pandemic, yung subscription dun sa mga channels na nagla-live stream, nang habang nagigame sila, sino sa inyo yung ganon? Kasi napapanood ko yung mga anak ko, nanonood sila ng mga, mga nagpi-play ng games, alam mo yan? Tapos, sabi, sabi dun sa article na, for this particular period of time, sobrang tumaas yung subscription dun sa mga live streaming online games. Tama ba ang pagkakasabi ko? Online games, live streaming. And in fact, during the one month that they got the data, sabi na they estimated around 1.645 billion hours spent spent just watching all those online game streamers. And you know what I realized reading that article? You know, I realized that the subscribers rose during that time kasi I think there's a desire for someone to actually see the tips being lived out. Tama ba yun? Di ba minsan, naalala ko nung naglaro pa ako nung Nintendo before, di ba? Alam mo yung mga codes, di ba? AA+, may mga ganon, di ba? Pero ito, you actually see it live it out and played out. And kung iba yung trip mo, kunwari, cooking, carpentry, di ba you'd prefer watching channels who are actually doing what they're teaching? Tama ba? Actually, or kesa yung mga instructions. Kaya nga, feeling ko wala nang nagbabasa ng mga manuals ngayon. Di ba, YouTube mo na lang yan, or search mo na lang yan, ganyan. Kasi we want to see how it actually works. Now, uh, you know, the point here is this. We do not just want that the talk without the walk. You know, there is a desire in us to actually see if the perception can be turned into a reality or the aspiration can be turned into a reality. And that is what Psalm 119 is all about. This psalm is written by someone who loves God. Actually, who doesn't love, just love God, but who loves the law of the Lord. In fact, he said in the middle of this psalm, sabi niya sa Psalm 119 verse 72, the law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver places. Imagine, he, he can exchange all the golds, all the wealth of the world because he delights in the law of the Lord. And on the onset, honestly, if you read Psalm 119, it would seem like grabe naman to, puro imperatives. Totoo, pag binasa mo, parang do this, do that, or guard this, yung mga words that were used, medyo parang imperative siya. But most of the time, when we say law also, we would feel like, grabe, law, it, hindi ba yung law medyo restricting? Hindi ba yun parang medyo prohibiting? Tama ba? That's our notion of law. When we think about law, we don't think about the freedom that it also gives us. But when we think about law, we think about, ah, bawal yan. But this guy who wrote this psalm, sabi niya, I delight in your law so much. Grabe, you know what? You know what I discovered? Kasi if you understand where they're coming from during that time, you would realize that the law for them is the spoken word of God. You know, and it's not just law that contains you have to do this, you have to do that. It is attached to a covenant. And when you say covenant, there's that degree of relationship. You, so, you see, when the psalmist say that I delight in your law, I love your law more than anything else, he understood that it's not just about keeping a set of rules and regulations to follow. Hindi lang siya ta- parang kailangan gawin ko to para manatili ako sa relationship. No, no. This signifies that we have a relationship. That's why there are prohibitions along the way. It's not actually prohibition for him. It's actually a delight for him that which we will discover later on. And if you realize during that time, di ba, they, they were surrounded with other nations. And Israel is the only nation wherein God speaks to them directly. The other nations, figure out nila, di ba, ano kaya makakaapi sa God na to? Di ba kaya nga they have a lot of things to appease on? Pero ito yung law, when they talk about the law, especially the psalmist during this time, is talking about the first five books of the Bible that was spoken directly to a person who was called out to have a relationship 
with that person. So that is the context when this person, when this writer says that I delight in your law. It's not just about gawin mo to, bahala ka dyan, and then I will audit you after if you're, if you're doing it. No, there's that degree of relationship. Why? Because words are spoken. It was exchanged. That means God is speaking to me. That means God is personal to me. You know, I remember, I was, my initial example for this, to tell you honestly, was a law. Medyo masyadong technical, isip ko, like, about the government and its citizens and all that. Well, I was talking to my husband a while ago. He said this example. He said, you know, when our kids said their first word, and no contest, their first word is papa. <laughs> their first, no contest kasi, I realized that their first word is papa kasi I was teaching them, say, papa, papa. O nga naman. <laughs> kasi, so that's what, that was their first word. And when they spoke, their first word, Papa, it brought so much delight and connection right away. There's, that, there are, there's already a relationship there. But when our children spoke their first word, there's that connection that was established all the more. And that's also the same thing. When we speak about the law of God, when the writer speaks about the law of God here, he's talking about that, that degree of relationship. It's not just about you have to do this, you have to do that. Especially we're here in a somehow Christian nation, in a very religious nation, diba? We're used to doing laws, religious duties, and all those things. It's beyond that. And I hope that's also the posture of our hearts. When we hear the psalmist say these things, we need to also understand the why and the relationship that entails in that. So I hope that is settled. Kasi that's what we're going to journey, journey in as we go through this series. So, so sabi dito nung psalmist, the law brought so much delight because I know that my God is personal to me. My God is so personal that He protects me, which I will talk about the next week. And parang He, he guarded all these things so that I can enjoy Things and all the things that are in this law, in this, in this, you know, uh, boundaries that he has set, it's life-giving. No, there's so much delight. Whenever you read this, I hope you read and you feel the delight of the psalmist who's right, who wrote this during that time. There's so much delight in the law of God. You know, when we look at the word of God, sometimes do you still delight in it, or do you feel like? I need to do this. Duty Bible. I hope there's that delight in us to actually acknowledge that, Lord, grabe, this word is for me. And you took time to really speak that to me so that we can have that relationship. You see, the purpose of the psalm is to celebrate God's word and instruction to His people. Actually, if you look at it traditionally then, sobrang delighted sila sa law ni God. Sobrang delighted sila that God is so personal to them, that God speaks to them through His laws, through His word, that every new year, what they do is sometimes they, 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 they recite this. They sing this. Okay, wag ko nang kantahin na kasi baka, ano, but, but they sing this, di ba? Nakakatawa, di ba? Malapit na yung new year. Malapit na talaga, eh, no? Talaga Christmas. Pero di ba, pag tayo, pag new year, iba yung ginagawa natin. Yung iba tumatalon, yung iba nagpapagi. Di ba, may mga ganun tradition. Sila, ganito, let's recite Psalm 119. Ganon, ganon ka-delighted. Now, now, this law actually says, it, uh, the writer actually says that as we delight in the law of the Lord, we'd also discover that there's a blessing that this relationship entails. That's why he said in verse 1, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walks in the law of the Lord. He understands that the blessing comes from walking in the ways of God. And in the succeeding verses, he lays it down for us how it is to walk according to his ways. Now, I know that all of us wants to be blessed, right? And the blessing here entails a life that's full, a life that's life-giving also to other people, a life that's abundant. Okay, now, who wouldn't want that? Sino sa inyo ayaw nun? Walang magtataas ng kamay, di ba? Kasi gusto natin yon, di ba? Gusto natin yon, And that's what the psalmist is telling us. That is what, inisip ko nga parang, siguro overflow lang to talaga ng relationship ng psalmist. So talagang sinulat niya na, Lord, ito talaga, whenever I think about your law, whenever I think about your statutes, this is what comes out of my mouth. And I hope that's also the posture of our heart. So, what does it mean if you want a life that's really blessed, that's full, and that's life-giving, that's abundant? So what does, what does it mean to walk according to the ways of the Lord? Diba sabi niya, blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Now, what does it mean or how does it look like when we walk according to the ways of the Lord? In verse 2, it says there, blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with His whole heart. Now, Two aspects that I want us to highlight in this verse is this. First word is seek. It says there, when somebody seeks, diba? And we all know that seeking is an attempt 
and a deliberate effort to look for something. Nakapaglaro naman na kayo ng hide and seek, di ba? Merong deliberately nagtatago at merong talagang it, eh, taya, di ba? Na talagang, talagang naghahanap ng nakatago. Okay, that's one aspect of that. But there's also one aspect of seeking na hindi naman nagtatago yung hinahanap. Na alam nyo ba yun? Kumari, you're in a new place. Hindi ka familiar, di ba? You're seeking this place. Hindi naman nagtatago yun. It's always been there. It's just that you're not familiar with it. And you know, that's also what happens when we are... Christians, when we are brought in the kingdom of God, you know, we've been, we've been, um, we've been also um, encouraged to live a new life. Sometimes, it's just that we don't know. That's why we continue to seek His ways. There's a deliberate effort, diba? There's a, there's a deliberate effort to do that. Now, second thing that I want us to look into is, sabi dito sa verse, whole heart, diba? You seek Him with your whole heart. So, there's that deliberate effort to actually seek to actually find, to actually look for, and to actually discover. With, and not just that, we seek Him with, with our whole heart. Now, when we say whole heart, it's not a divided heart, a partial heart, an insincere heart. Diba? 20th century, we were introduced to this concept of multitasking. Sino sa inyo, ngayon, ngayon nag-multitask kayo? Habang nasa service, nag-order kayo ng grab nyo mamaya, nagsisearch kayo, di ba? Huwag na kayong umamit, alam ko yan, di ba? Or, or nag-check kayo, kumusta na kaya sa bahay, magkano na kaya yung bill ko, mga ganyan, di ba? Multitasking is the name of the game. But did you know that there's a recent study by Stanford that says that multitasking is actually ineffective. It lessens productivity. In short, it really doesn't work. And some study shows that it creates more damage than good in the long run. And sometimes, what happens is sometimes the reason why we don't find or we don't actually see what we're looking for is because we're multitasking. We're not actually putting our whole heart into it. The psalmist is actually encouraging all of us. We want to walk according to the ways of God. We seek Him wholeheartedly. Not partial, not just because ang lapit na ng board exams, Lord, sige God, buong-buong three months ko para sa'yo habang nagre-review ako. Or, or pagka malapit na yung mga, yung mga seasons na when we need them. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm praying that our posture would always be, Lord, I know times and seasons will change, but may you always find me wholeheartedly seeking you, wanting to desire you. Buong-buo yung puso ko na nasa iyo. Diba kahit nga sa pag-ibig ng ibang tao, ayaw natin yun? Diba? And you know, the reason why God wants our attention fully is not because He is KSP. Okay? Hindi KSP si Lord. Alam niyo pa rin ba yung meaning ng KSP? Okay, kasi inisip ko baka iba-iba, ang dami na kasing iba't-ibang terms, diba? Si Lord, hindi siya kulang sa pansin, okay? Actually, He gave us His full attention. His full attention is on you. Yes, on you. His eyes are on you. As much as sometimes, you know, we're looking at other things that divides our hearts, our minds towards God, but His attention is always fully on us. That's why nothing escapes Him. Nothing escapes Him, but sometimes... A lot of things that the Lord wants us to experience, we miss it out. Why? Because our heart is not fully devoted to Him. You know, is there a deliberate desire for us to give full attention to what God is saying? Is there a deliberate desire in us, deliberate effort in us to actually say, Lord, I give to you my whole life. Not just partial, not just a little bit, not just a little whole, but full. That means everything in it. Okay? And you don't have to be perfect when you come to God. Sino sa inyo, nasabi niyo na to at one point, Sige Lord, ayusin ko muna yung sarili ko bago ako bumalik sa'yo. Or Sige Lord, magpapakatino muna ako bago ako bumalik sa'yo. Hindi nga natin kaya yun eh. Di ba? Kaya nga, allow God to take that brokenness, broken pieces of your heart, however, whatever state that is in, and give it fully to Him because only Him can make it whole and full once again. Seek Him wholeheartedly. Is there a deliberate desire to give God our full attention? See, I want to challenge all of us today. Is there still a desire in our hearts to seek God wholeheartedly? I know that there's a lot of things that has happened for the past season. And maybe some of you... Your faith has been dampened. Or maybe some of you parang okay lang, so-so, cruising lang, ganyan. But do you still believe that God wants you to experience life and life to the full? Na He doesn't want you to settle for anything less. 
You see, one aspect of that in walking in that and experiencing in that, experiencing that is to seek Him with all our hearts. Is there anything in us that's hindering us from seeking God wholeheartedly? Sino ang kahati ni Lord dyan sa puso mo? Diba? If we are to really take an inventory in our hearts, pag tinignan natin yung kabuuan ng puso natin, si Lord ba ang nag-reign supreme? I'm not saying na wala ng ibang aspect doon, but I want, I want us to understand that if God owns everything, then all the other aspects that are in our hearts, the desires, the dreams, it may be noble, it may be good, but is it submitted to God? Is it submitted to His will? That's why we take time to listen to Him. We take time to learn from Him. We take time to sit beside Him and, and say, Lord, speak to me. Now, we don't just want to go through this service and say, okay, natapos na checklist for the week, umatend ako ng service, ganyan. But did we really take time to listen to God, hear from Him, allow Him to speak to us, and allow Him to really, allow Him to really uh, open our eyes to what He wants us to see at this time. So sabi dito, seek Him wholeheartedly. Are there things that are preventing you from giving your whole heart to Him? Let me encourage you today. The Lord is not waiting for your heart to be fully perfect or to be fully mended. The Lord is just waiting for you to give it fully to Him so that He can mend that. He's aware of the brokenness that we're experiencing. That's why He, does, he didn't wait for us to be perfect so that we can receive this grace, so that we can receive this blessing. You see, this psalmist, sabi niya, I need to be, I need to do this so that I can be blessed. No, sabi niya, blessed are those. He realizes that that's the identity of a person who is in God's kingdom. Remember, this was written in the Old Testament. Meron silang knowledge about the salvation. But for us, who knows that salvation has already come? What a blessing, diba? What assurance we have that we can actually claim this, that we are blessed because of what Christ did for us. Now, second thing, it says there, if we continue on the verse, you have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. So, what does it mean to walk according to the ways of the Lord? We seek Him wholeheartedly. It speaks of devotion. It speaks of our wholehearted devotion to God. Now, the second thing that we can look into this is that we keep His precepts diligently. It speaks of discipline. Precepts is not just the how or the laws, just like what I've said, but it's the why. Why is it there in the first place? If you look at the first five books of the Bible, you'd realize that's the story of the people of God, diba? When God called them out of slavery and all those things. And pagkatapos, no, diba? Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Sino sa inyo? Gustong-gusto nyo yung part na yun. Grabe, gustong-gusto nyo basahin talaga. Lahat nang nandun sa Bible, diba? Lahat nun. Minsan nga, naalala ko nung, nung, nung bago ko siyang na-encounter, bakit kailangan may measurements pa? At ano bang equivalent ito ngayon sa modern days? Diba? But imagine God is so concerned about them that even those tiny details, He takes note of. That is how precious His people are to Him. And you know, the reason why He would place all those precepts, all those laws, is so that they can be set apart. Not just to show people na grabe, great and mighty kami. You know, there's a lot of, if you look at the scientific aspects of it as well, even the way... Pag nakita niyo doon, pati mga medical aspects na yon, even the way God allowed these people to, element yung, yung nilist niya lahat ng mga ways doon, like, di ba, meron doon mga about uh, diseases and all that, it's to not wipe out the people during that time. It's not just to determine who's clean, who's unclean, yikes, ganyan, walang gano'n, no? During that time, if you look at the medical aspect of it, you'd realize na, oo nga naman, kapag ka hindi nila in-isolate during that time, grabe, bago pa, nag- bago pa natin natutunan ng mga isolation at mga quarantine levels, si Lord, meron na yan, okay, sa Old Testament pa lang. Di ba, kasi magkakaroon ng outbreak, pag hindi na, na continue, ano mangyayari sa mga tao? Diba? So, ang galing lang talaga if you really look at it. Even the specifications of the measurements, meron siyang, meron siyang reason why. And sometimes, pag sobrang familiar na tayo reading it, na-miss out na natin yung why. why. Why was it there in the first place? Like for example, for us here in the Philippines, alam nyo bang may no jaywalking ano tayo, law tayo? Hindi natin pinapansin yun, di ba? <laughs> yung iba, hindi pinap- meron tayong no jaywalking, no jaywalking law, di ba? Pero yung thought behind that is that to protect the people, di ba? It's not just to prohibit you from crossing the road anytime you want, but it's also to protect you. And when you're protected, when, you're, you, when, you, when you walk according to that boundaries, then it's life-giving. 
Di ba? And when you don't do that, it's not life-giving. Why? Kasi it poses danger to you and to, the, and to the people who are driving. Tama ba? So that's also the same thing. When we look at the precepts of God, there's the heart behind it that we need to see. And it says there, we look at this law, keep His precepts, precepts diligently. When you say diligently, there's a thorough effort to fight for it. There's a thorough decision. There's a decision that has been made that I will fight for this. I will decide to actually stick with this because I know the reason why it is there in the first place. Like for example, sino sa inyo nag-start yung, ang dami kong question ngayong araw na to, no? Ang dami yung, sino sa inyo nag-start yung year and you started parang, um, alam mo, committing to a diet. Di ba? Certain diet for the year. Bakit kayo natatawa? Di ba? Pag January, grabe, inain yan. Di ba? Kumusta naman na, mga ma, mga sir, di ba? September na. So, di ba? Kumusta naman? You know, if we don't understand the why we're doing that in the first place, then we would miss out the effort to actually, to actually you know, continue on doing that. Like, for example, yung iba na gusto lang ng summer bod. Di ba? Yung iba naranig ko yun eh. Pagkapatapos ng summer, wala na din. Di ba? Kasi tapos na yung summer. But if the, if the motivation behind is health and all that, then it's, it's long-lasting. Di ba? It's long-term. And that's also the same thing when we look at the precepts of God and understand na, Lord, hindi lang to to prohibit me for this time and season. Hindi lang to to set me apart for this time and generation. But it actually has an effect for the generations to come. Lord, I pray that you'd give me a thorough effort to fight for it. You know why? Because the world would try to do everything to snatch it away from us. You see, part of keeping his precepts diligently is to become steadfast and unashamed, to declare and proclaim that the word of God is our standard of living. That's what the psalmist says in 5 to 6. It says there, Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes, then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. You know, I've heard this time and time again, statements like 20th century na, that is so old-fashioned, hindi na napapanahon. You see, I want us to understand this. The, the tension that we're experiencing right now, if this is still relevant, if this is still valid at this time and season, the psalmist also experienced it during that time. That's why he said, Lord, give me the grace to be steadfast. And hindi lang to steadfast, sabi niya, and unashamed. Now, this is the standard that I am choosing to live by. Kaya nga sabi niya, keep your precepts diligently. There's a thorough effort. There's a decision that's been made to keep it and fight for it. Sabi niya, we need to be steadfast and shameless in declaring na, Lord, this is the standard that we would live by. We are we convinced that the Word of God is always timely and timeless? Are we still convinced about that? You see, when it comes to steadfastness, in reality, there are a lot of standards out there. Diba? The word today is fluidity. People doesn't want to be boxed. Tama ba? Narinig nyo na ba yon? Or parang, hindi na yan, iba na interpretation and all. The truth is, you know, with all these things, with all these standards, every standard has an agenda. Every standard has an agenda that it's pushing. And the Bible, let me tell you this, has an agenda. The Word of God has an agenda for each and every one of us. And what is its agenda? It's for us to be blessed. It's to bless you. Christianity has an agenda, yes, for us to experience the fullness of life that we have in Christ. That is the agenda. Every standard out there, if you look at it, every standard that's being peddled out there, they have an agenda that they proclaim. But the question is, is it life-giving? Is it something that would really benefit you? Is it something that's worth fighting for? Diba? That's why you have to keep it. Diba? Christianity has an agenda and that is to help us live a life that's blessed in Christ. You know, if you look at all the other standards out there, all the other agendas out there, they might be good, they might be noble, but apart from it, being encompassed, by the timeless word of God, it would only be a matter of time before it dissipates. It would only be a matter of time before it disintegrates. You see, the only agenda that stands is the word of God for us to be His people and for us to be blessed. God is so you know, committed to that that He sent His Son to die for each and every one of us so that we can continue to claim that. Would other standards do that for you? 
with the other standards that you would choose to live by do that for you? I don't think so. So we ask God for the grace to be steadfast in Him. So sabi, tas sabi niya pa dito, di ba? Steadfast, di ba? How do we keep His presence diligently? We decide, we say na, Lord, Your Word is our standard. And I'm praying that You give us the grace to be steadfast in it. Not only that, sabi niya, unashamed. Sabi niya, di ba? To be shameless in declaring. Sino sa inyo, na-experience niyo na to, ayaw niyong sabihin yung standard niyo, tatahimik ka na lang. Di ba? Kasi nakakaya. It causes so much shame, di ba? You know what being shameless means? Being shameless means it's really following what Jesus says. It's really following the Word of God. And because when we look at the Word of God, we find grace and truth in it. You know, when you say shameless, it's, it's not being obnoxious or not being compromising. Okay? It's avoiding both ends. In the NASB version, it says there, Then I shall not be ashamed when I look upon all thy commandments. You know, sometimes there are two types of Christians when it comes to the holding on to the word of God diligently. There, there's, there are those who are self-righteous. Alam mo yung struggle nila is self-righteousness. Na parang yung tipong feeling nila, I am better because I obey. You know, when you look at the Bible, the Ten Commandments, okay, grabe na obey ko yan lahat. But, but you know, these self-righteous Christians, sometimes, sobrang self-righteous that they ignore the pain of others because they feel like they're doing better. That's, that's one aspect. Diba? You, you keep the precepts diligently, you be shameless, but you become self-righteous because, wow, kasi kaya kong i-maintain yung standards. But, but you ignore other people's pain. You, you, know, you minimize their struggles. But what about love? What about compassion? What about grace? What about mercy? You know, we tell the truth. Diba? In, in the Word of God, we see grace and truth. We don't force the truth, but we rather lead them to Christ so that they can receive the grace that they have in Christ. What do I mean by that? When you look at Jesus and how He lived it, this out, you'd realize that in John 4, and you can read that later on in, 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 when you go home, diba? John 4 is His encounter with the Samaritan woman. You know, what happened there? Diba? During that time, the Jews won't even talk to a Samaritan, much more so a Samaritan woman. But what did Jesus do? He exhibited grace by conversing. Striking a conversation and even allowing, knowing that, per, knowing that person's pain. Diba? Imagine, mag-isa lang siya nag-iigib. But Jesus went to her, acknowledging diba, the pain and where she is. But He did not also compromise speaking the truth. How did He do that? He said, wow, all the things that you're saying is true. But let me tell you, you are not living with your husband right now. Diba? That is how Jesus exhibited grace and truth. Diba? He extended love. He was not self-righteous and saying, actually, do you know that you're talking to me? Dapat hindi mo nga ako kinakausap. You know, he exhibited grace, but he also spoke in truth. Another, another aspect, diba? So those are for, for, the strug- you know, for, the, for those who are struggling with, with uh, self-righteousness, diba? Nobody, uh, during that time, nobody talks to that woman, and yet Jesus showed us how it is to exhibit grace and truth. Now, another aspect naman, of keeping the precepts diligently na medyo we can fall into is yung compromising, compromising Christians. Alam mo yung thought na just because everyone does it, it looks good, it feels good, it should be fine. Diba? Okay na kasi everyone's doing it. Acceptable na yan at this time in, in age. You know what? Jesus is not like that either. Jesus is not like that either. What, that, what does God say? Remember in Matthew 21, when Jesus went to the temple and He saw that the house of God has been turned into a marketplace. Naalala nyo ba yon yung, yung, yung story na yon? What did He do? Grabe, galit na galit siya, di ba? Tinaob niya yung mga, yung mga ano, yung mga, mga ano doon, mga bilihan, ganyan. Tapos sinabi niya, He spoke the truth. He was so adamant. But in the end, what did He do after? He healed the sick. He proclaimed deliverance. Diba? He did not compromise. Not because everyone was doing it. He'd say, hindi, pwede na yan. Okay na. Okay na. No, He spoke the truth. But He did not withheld the grace. Hindi niya sinabi, natawa ko, sabi, sabi na sawa kanina, sabi niya, kung ako yun, siguro, anong healing-healing? Next week na, pag medyo bumaba na yung emotions ko, or, or pagka, oh, ayos ka na. No, the next thing He does, if you look at that passage, is that He healed. He delivered people. He proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom. You see, when we say keep His precepts diligently, let's ask God for the grace to avoid 
these two extremes. To be self-righteous Christians and say, grabe, we're okay, you know, we're isolated in our Christian bubbles. Or, ito naman compromising situation na hindi, everyone does it naman eh. So, medyo okay na yan siguro, diba? It's not like that. Now, my question for all of us today is here, is this. Are we convinced that the Bible is still the ultimate standard for our way of life and living? Are we still convinced about that? If we are, then we can keep His precepts diligently. Let's ask God for the grace. Lord, I know na, na minsan sinasabi ko na, Lord, matapos lang season na to. Lord, matapos lang tong season na to. Okay na, God. Babalik na ako. Or Lord, matapos lang season na to. Lord, talagang, talagang I will continue on walking in your ways. You know, these are things that we need to fight for. It will not be easy. And it will never be easy. It will never get any easier because the enemy would double time the more that you get more committed. But we have to make a decision. Lord, by your grace, may I keep your precepts diligently. You know, questions that I want to ask for all of us today is this. Are we convinced that God's laws are filled with love and is life-giving? Are there decisions that we need to make in order to be diligent in keeping His laws? Meron tayong mga specific decisions that we need to make. You know, for some, maybe it's just to set that alarm and say, Lord, sige, I would try to read my Bible so that I can actually know of your precepts so that I can keep it. I can, I can guard it. Diba? What, are the cert- what are certain disciplines that we need to start in order to keep His precepts diligently? You see, when we talk about keeping His precepts diligently, it talks about a certain degree of discipline. And discipline entails decision, consistency. Like for example, my husband is training for marathon, diba? There's a discipline that he needs to make. You know, what time he will, he will sleep, kailan siya magraran, and all that. Ibang-iba sa training ko. <laughs> training ko kasi, ako I'm training for siguro hamburger eating contest, diba? <laughs> Pag tinignan mo yung discipline namin, magkaibang magkaiba. Why? Kasi magkaiba ng result. Diba? Walang 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 ano, walang walang ano, tawag doon walang limit ganyan. Kasi magkaibang magkaiba. And the Bible says that we are being trained for righteousness. So the discipline that the world is trying to paint to us is very different from the way God wants us to discipline ourselves. And I hope that we delight in that. And as we do that, it says there in Psalm 119 verse 7, I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. You see, as the psalmist started to journey and discover the laws of God and discover the delight that he has in it, you know, his admonition is this, praise him continuously. There's that sense of delight. See, it starts with the devotion and then the aspect of discipline and then there's that delight that we can experience in him. See, now, if you look at this and say, okay, so that's what it takes for us to walk in the ways of the Lord. And I end there. You'd realize this is the statement that we'd probably make and say, Krabi, I need to do better. I'm so far from that. How many of you, how many of you realize that right now? Na parang just looking at that, saying, okay, that's it. That's the end of the preaching. Diba we'll end up saying, Krabi, ang hirap naman nun. You know why? Because in reality, those are hard to keep. Those are hard to keep seeking Him wholeheartedly. There's a lot of things that really divides our heart and our attention. Seeking, keeping His precepts diligently. Diba? And praising Him continuously. What if situations is not somehow praiseworthy? You see, it says there, diba, in this first verse that we read, that, you know, blessed are those whose way is blameless. It means perfect. Diba? It means whole. In, you know, in, there's that sense of integrity. It means there's that degree of righteousness. Blessed are those who walk in that kind of manner. But if you look at that, and if we really look at our lives, we say, grabe, bagsak ako dun. You know, sabi dito, dapat perfect. Diba? Sabi niya, blessed are those who are blameless. Wow, perfect. The score has to be 100 over 100. 99 over 100 won't make it. And Paul explains this truth in us. The fact is no one can keep that. Okay, we can now breathe and say, Okay, Lord, 
hindi pala ako in a bad place because everyone experiences that. And that is what Paul was trying to say to the Romans then. He said, What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are all under sin as it is written. Not one is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. You know, Paul was talking to the Jews then and they feel like they're blameless because they obeyed the law more than any other people, people group during that time. But, but the bad news is this. Paul is saying, actually, kahit tayo, kasama tayo doon, sa no one is righteous, not even one. No one is blameless. In short, no one can keep this. That's why it says in Romans 3 verse 20 in the NIV, No one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. You see, the more that we know of God's law, the more that we read of God's word, we realize, grabe Lord, ang layo ko dito. Tama ba? Or parang sino sa inyo habang binabasa nyo, yes, lapit na. <laughs> lapit na, medyo okay na, medyo Lord, medyo magka, magka, magkapantay na tayo. Hindi eh, ba wala? Parang every time you read the Bible, there's this aspect of us, Lord, that's why I need you. Ang layo pa. Parang God, pwede ba talaga to na maging ako ganito? Diba the goal of Christianity is Christ-likeness. No one is righteous. What the law did for all of us is that it showed us how sinful we are. It actually allows us to see the gravity of our sins. So, anong gagawin natin? Diba? This is an Old Testament writing. Now, Jesus came. So, what happened? Do we abolish the law? No. That's the very reason why Jesus came. Christ came to fulfill it for each and every one of us. That's what Romans 3 verse 22 to 24 says. This is right. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. You see, what the writer was desiring here initially in some to be blameless before God, to keep His precepts, and realizing, you know, all throughout the generations, all throughout the years that the Jews weren't able to keep it up, Jesus fulfilled it for them. That's why we can claim this. You know why? Because our blamelessness, our righteousness is now based not on what we can do, not on doing all the things that I've said that we should do to follow the ways of the Lord, but because of who we are in Christ. Now, do we keep that aside? No. Now the situation, now the equation becomes different. We don't do that so that we can be blessed. We don't do that to experience a life that's full. We do that because we know that in Christ, our life is already full. We do that because we know that in Christ, we are already righteous. Now it's turned upside down. You know, we don't disregard that, but we know that we are able to do that now because of what Christ has done for each and every one of us. Our blamelessness, our righteousness, our blessedness, the one that we desire, the life-giving, is not coming from the way, the way, how we would do things, but it's coming from our identity that Christ purchased for us. You see, the, the psalmist here, I think, Grabe, yung, yung nakikita niya na, Lord, when I look at your laws, I delight in it because it shows your relationship to us as people. But I also know that I can keep this. Kaya nga, ang dami niyang commands dito eh. These are things that can guide us. But praise God for Jesus Christ. Praise God for Christ fulfilling each and every law for us so that we don't have to live life condemned, so that we don't have to live life that's, you know, that's self-righteous or compromising, so that we can actually respond to the admonition of the psalmist. We can actually respond to these truths as well. You see, Christ's death allowed us to have the grace to walk in His ways. His death Pave the way. What Jacob said a while ago. Now we can enter the throne of what? Not the throne of law. He said the throne of grace that was extended to us so that we can live a, a life that is righteous. And because of that, we follow Him in His ways. Now by His grace, by His grace, say that would be by His grace, we can seek Him wholeheartedly. We can say, Lord, alam ko, left to myself, my heart is divided. But Lord, I know that because of what Jesus did for me, I am a new creation in Christ. 
Now, whatever it is that's pulling my heart in different places and in different pieces, Lord, I can just give it to you. And you're be, you'll be the one to make it whole. And you're the one who's going to give me the discernment and the wisdom. Itong mga aspects na to, it takes the way, away that wholehearted devotion to God. Now, by His grace, say that again with me, by His grace, we can keep His precepts diligently. We can say, Lord, I know it is hard. I know it's hard not to compromise. Lalo na mababrand ako na corny na hindi nila ako ka-vibe. I know it's hard not to give in to pride and say, ano ba yan? Diba? Or just live in my spiritual bubble. But God, I wanna, I wanna keep your precepts diligently. Not veering to the other end, to either ends. But God, so long as it depends on your grace, let me walk in this steadfastly and unashamedly. Now, by His grace, say that again with me, by His grace, I can praise Him continuously. I can have delight in this. I'll be so convinced that, Lord, this is the way to live. That the way to continue on experiencing that blessed life is to walk according to your ways. Lord, we just want to thank you for allowing us, God, to receive this truth today that because of what Christ did for us, God, the law has been fulfilled. And the law is not something that we can, that we have to run away from. But God, it brings so much delight knowing that we can't fulfill it, but somebody fulfilled it for us. That's why we can still experience a life that's full, a life that's abundant in Christ. And that is who we are. That is what we have. You know, as I end, I just want to pray for a group of people here. A few groups of people. First is that, you know in your heart that God has called you to be a part of His kingdom. That God has called you to be His, a part of His people. And yet, you just know that there are things in your heart that has not been fully devoted to Him. Alam mo yung pagtinignan yung puso natin, alam natin hindi siya buong-buong na kay Kristo. Now, now is the time. To give it back to God and say, Lord, revive my passion and my desire. To give my all and full devotion to you. I don't know what happened in the past or maybe what you're going through right now. But something, somehow along the way, narab yung devotion. Nagsettle ka na lang. And you just say, Lord, okay na to. Pupunta naman na ako sa heaven. But you just know that you're not living life to the full. There's no abundance. It's not even life-giving. You're just getting by. And an aspect of that is that you realize that your heart is not fully in Christ anymore. If you're that person, maybe you've been a Christian for quite a while. Alam mo yung lagi nilang sabi, medyo nanlamig. Or maybe you're just a new, new in this faith and you're saying, parang I don't even know where to start. God wants to breathe life once again to revive that passion for Him. If you're that person or family here, just raise your hands and say, Lord, that's me. I just know I'm settling right now. I just know my heart is not fully devoted to you. If you're that person, just raise your hands and we'll pray. Lord, I pray for these people, God, who's raising their hands towards you. Not just their hands, but even their hearts. Lord, even as they say, and they acknowledge, Lord, oo nga, hindi buong buo. Lord, maybe nalamig pumipintig na lang pero hindi na hindi na hindi na malakas yung 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 pagtibok ng puso para sa iyo Lord I pray would you revive that passion once again not just for your loss but for you God to experience that great relationship that they have in you to experience that relationship that's real that's true to experience a relationship that's life-giving to experience that relationship that's abundant and that's full not just, not just for them, but even for the people that's around them, that it can be experienced by people around them. Nagrabe tong taong to, buong buo at ramdam na ramdam na totoong totoo ang relationship niya kay Christ. So Lord, would you touch their hearts right now? 
touched our hearts. I believe that the Lord is touching your heart right now, even as you're lifting and giving it all to Him. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much, God. Another group of people is that, that I want to pray for is this. If you know that there needs to be a renewed commitment to God's ways, God is challenging you or even appealing to you right now. You know, there are really certain disciplines that you need to do in order to be steadfast, in order to not be ashamed of this. If you're that person and you know that there's a degree of discipline that needs to happen in your life right now in terms of seeking God, in terms of walking in His ways, let's ask God for the grace. Hey, remember, this is not about us. It's about the grace of God. If you're that person, you're asking God for the grace to be diligent in His ways, maybe to start off a daily Bible reading, maybe to be consistent in your, you know, accountability, maybe to just be consistent in your relationship with God. Let's lift up our hands and say, Lord, that's me. I need that. I really acknowledge that, Lord, I know that if I just look at my life right now, I'm not diligent. There's not even the desire to be diligent. But Lord, you see these hands that are raised. Lord, thank you that even as we desire to grow in you, I pray that you'd give us the grace to respond to your work, God, so that we can be diligent. And Lord, if there are specific ways that you're speaking to us right now, to diligently keep your laws in our hearts, God, so that we can walk in it. I pray that you'd give us the humility to acknowledge it before you, God. The humility to even repent and say, Lord, the reason why we don't do this is because we valued others, other things more than this. So God, I pray, would you renew that passion, that desire, God, even that delight in your laws and in your ways, God, that you would remove any religiosity, any false burden, any wrong mindsets, God, about your laws, but bring back that sense of delight once again, that sense of awe, that sense of passion, and say, God, grabe ganito mo kamahal. So I want to walk in this. So Lord, give each one of us the grace to respond to that right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Now for all of us, let's raise our hands to God and say, Lord, as your people, God, we believe and declare that Jesus is Lord and Jesus has fulfilled the laws that we cannot fulfill. And because of that, we can walk according to your ways by the grace that Jesus has given us. So Lord, today we receive of that grace. Lord, I ask that even as we go through this series, walk the talk, I pray that it would not be a burden for us, God, but it would really come out of the way we, in the way we live. Lord, I pray that the Bible would be real and true in us, that it would not just be something that we would say, it would not just be something that we would memorize, but it would be something that would be lived out in our lives. So Lord, help us, guide us, direct us, and lead us, God, into your ways. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.